Hi guys. I'm just sitting here. We just had a power outage a little bit ago. I was actually in the middle of doing a podcast and um, for whatever reason, it was really strange. I had something happen that's kind of taken me aback a little bit here. I um, did this whole podcast for you guys and I was talking about God and Lucifer and the fall and, you know, some of the things that I deal with, with anger, with God and, you know, stuff like that. And when I was done, I went to listen to the podcast to check it, to make sure it was okay to edit things and such. And you couldn't hear it. You couldn't hear it at all. Like it was so low and I have never had this happen to me before. And I, it was just weird because I was, as I was doing the podcast, I was feeling like I shouldn't be doing this because I'm expressing my anger towards God and it could be infecting other people. Okay. And so I just, I had this feeling that I shouldn't be putting this out there. And then when I got done, I, (laughs) there's not there, you couldn't hear it. And I was just (laughs) sitting here in disbelief, like, wow, Lord, if this isn't a sign from you, I don't know what is now. Don't get me wrong. I love God. I follow God. I love God. I love Jesus. But I still, I struggle with a lot of things. There's some things that I really struggle with. And it's really just, it's so weird feeling so close to God and trying to be obedient and trying to not sin and follow his laws. And yet at the same time, you've got all this anger, questions, confusion, pain, you know, worry and fear for other people and your loved ones and even yourself, not knowing, you know, what's going to happen to everybody, um, trying to understand, you know, why God is the way he is, why he's so hard on us in in a lot of ways. I mean, you know, you look around and it's, it's just not, you know, for the faint of heart to look and see what goes on around here and what he allows or, whatever. And I just, I, you know, I, I, I did this whole podcast on, I kind of broke down all of my feelings and, and, and then just at the end of it, it was, it wasn't there. And I thought, wow, that is really something else. So I'm not so sure I want to, um, go on and repeat everything I had put out there. I mean, I might at a later time, I just don't know. I just, you know, like I said, I have my struggles with things and, you know, trying to understand why things are the way they are. And, you know, God's mind and, you know, how he operates and stuff. And it's just, it can be really hard. It's very hard to, to love him. And at the same time, you know, feel like, um, you just, I don't know, just, you know, question him. So, um, I'm going to have Matt on again, probably pretty soon. I had a couple more, I think I'm going to end up getting a couple more podcasts out of him because he's got so many stories and, you know, every time we get done podcasting, he starts rattling off all these other stories and I'm just like, you know, jotting things down thinking, I can't believe, you know, the stuff that he misses or he forgets about. And, you know, he just, he has so many. And there's another girl I'd like to have on too, that she literally lives around Dogmen and Bigfoot at the same time and other creatures. And I'd really like to see if I can get her on the show. Um, also I have another, a couple other people um, lined up. 
So hopefully that will work out and, and uh, <laughs> nothing goes wrong with the podcast where you can't hear it at the end of it. So it's, it's very, it's crazy to do a podcast and have it, you know, just be gone when you're done with the whole thing. And you're just like, wow, how am I going to, you know, duplicate that one? So um, I had, um, I was listening to some stuff on Skinwalker Ranch tonight and I had actually had a request from one of my listeners to talk about Skinwalker Ranch. And I don't, I don't typically talk, well, actually he, not Skinwalker Ranch. He wanted me to talk about Skinwalkers in general. And typically I don't talk about Skinwalkers too often. And the reason is, is I'm not overly fond of them. I, I just, you know, I guess you kind of lean towards what you're, you're more interested in and what piques your interest or, you know, the stories that you hear from people. But, um, the reason I'm not as fond of skinwalkers is because I, um, they're not born that way. You know, it, it's, it's like, <clears throat> it's a curse that it, they put on themselves. You know, they, you take a, 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 basically it's a, what they believe the Navajo believe it was a medicine man that went bad and, and they basically have to consume, um, flesh of somebody in their family, cannibalize them and kill them and cannibalize them. And then that, that evil transfers over to them having powers and basically making a pact with the devil. And I just, you know, something about them just, it just doesn't surprise me, I guess. It's like, you know, it's just, it's just that same old, almost like conjuring up of witchcraft and that type of stuff. And, um, they're not dog men, you know, they're not actual animals. They're actually, you know, they're people that have, you know, they, they transform into other creatures. They typically wear skins a lot. They say they're hairy, like a lot hairier than normal people are, um, almost transform a look as to whatever they tend to transform into. They, they have like a, like if one turns into a lion, he has kind of a lion look. Um, they wear a lot of skins and um, furs of, you know, animals in, in their typical day-to-day -day routine. And, you know, they just, they're just, they just kind of disgust me. <laughs> it, it's, it's hard to, you know, really get into talking about them. But I mean, I will, I'm going to cover them at some point here. Um, Skinwalker Ranch is very famous for just every sighting in the book, basically. I mean, it's just, it's just filled with what I believe these, they're all demons. I mean, everything that we're dealing with here is, in my opinion, is demonic or of the dark realm, you know, of the fallen realm is what I usually call it. And Skinwalker Ranch is no different. That, that was a, um, the first owner that bought Skinwalker Ranch in his contract, it was, uh, stated that he wasn't allowed to dig ever. <clears throat> and I don't know if you know much about Skinwalker Ranch, but it's, it's, hundreds of acres of land and it's in like a bowl it, it's kind of in like a bowl and the scientists believe that skinwalker ranch is actually where a meteor hit and there's just a lot of stuff going on there it's it's absolutely absurd the amount of sightings and cryptids and you know creatures and aliens and, and ufos and i mean you name it it's there and it's crazy there was even a man that um, said there's people that are actually have seen, they can see things that other people can't see. Like, like some people are empathic. They're more open to seeing things. I'm one of those people. I have a tendency to see everything and feel everything 
absolutely drives me nuts and I absolutely hate it. And I do not feel it's a gift in any way. I feel like it's awful. And I wish that I had, you know, I could close it off and I didn't have, I didn't even have to deal with it. But you just, you know, for whatever reason, people just have, I guess their pineal gland is more open or whatever. So, um, but this uh, one person in particular had, had been there and seen all kinds of entities that other people hadn't seen, demonic entities all around the trees, hundreds of them just filling the place. And it just really makes you think about how God tells us that we're in a spiritual battle down here and that we are surrounded by demons and dark forces at all times and we don't see it. And some people can actually see this stuff. And, and especially if you go to the ranch, you know, it's been said that there are people are, that, are, that go in there that really just, it's mind-blowing for them what they can see and nobody else around them can see it. So it's pretty fascinating. The, the first owner that bought Skinwalker Ranch, um, he, he was, like I said, he wasn't allowed to dig. And he had experienced so many things. I mean, there's just documented cases all over. I mean, just, just thousands of them. I mean, I don't even know what number we would be getting into, but the government's been there to, you know, experience, like experiment there and, and do testing all kinds of officials. It's just, it's just mad. Um, the second owner bought the place and it was not in his contract to dig. So he does, he does. That's what he does now. He's doing, you know, research and experiments and stuff there and he is digging. So, but he said, apparently there was, um, a day when he was just sitting there on the porch and he was just looking out, you know, viewing the area and literally this window opened up like it, it would be like you're you're sitting on your porch and you're just looking out in your yard, right smack in the middle of the yard, this window or portal literally lifts up and out walks this gigantic Bigfoot, Sasquatch. And the portal closes up and the Bigfoot just runs off. And this is what this guy saw. So, you know, I, I put up, there's one of my posts where I talk about a government agent. Um, I did an interview with him and in the picture, if you see it, it, it shows an alien standing there drinking coffee and he's got a leash behind him and on the leash is a Bigfoot standing against a tree. And it just, it, it, it just seems so fitting to me. It's almost like they're, they're pets, you know, it, it just, it, it's crazy. It's, it, I mean, can you imagine like we have animal, animals for pets, we've got dogs and cats and, you know, think about these alien race, you know, beings that have you know, possibly Bigfoot or dogmen or cat people or whatever. And they're in a, in a sense, they're kind of like their pets, you know, they kind of do their bidding or they come here and I mean, they're much higher intelligence, but it's just, you know, when you kind of think of that visual, it kind of gets to you and you think, wow, that's, that's a possibility. So it's pretty crazy, but people have actually seen dogmen and Bigfoot manning UFO ships. There have been countless sightings of that as well. So I mean, they could even be just different life forms or, you know, which I, like I said, I believe from what God had told me that I heard God say was that he was like, Tracy, they're, they're demons. And I was like, wow, I never even had thought of that. I never put that together. I'd always thought that aliens, that God had just created a different, you know, race of people, you know, maybe thought he made a mistake with us and he just, he created more things. And one day he just, you know, I heard in my, in, you know, with my 
third eye sense of hearing that um, he told me that they were demonic and I was just shocked. So, and it fits. I mean, we're, you know, these creatures are, they're hunting us, they're eating us, they're using us for exper experiments, they're reproducing, you know, it, it's, it's some pretty crazy stuff. So, um, I'm going to take a short break here for a moment and I will be right back. So I'm back. I, um, had to do a, a short little advertisement there for anchor. Um, I just, I feel like there's just so much going on. We're so bombarded at all times with, I mean, between, you know, already dealing with work, you know, the stress of life, the house, family, kids, jobs. I mean, you name it. It's, it's just health, you know, trying to stay in shape, everything that we deal with on a daily basis. And you add to that. Now we're dealing with having to answer to God for everything that we do, every decision that we make, you know, everything we feel, everything we think, every way we act. And then on top of all that, now we've got to deal with the fact that we are surrounded by demonic forces and entities at all times that are constantly trying to kill us. So I am, <laughs> I don't even know what to say. I really, I just, you know, this last few days has been an interesting time for me. I, I got really sick. I got a sore throat and got really down with something that got me, hopefully it's nothing major, and started feeling punky and I got pretty emotional because I was tired and I was talking to God and I was just like, you know, what, what is going on? I mean, what, why did you do this to us? It just doesn't make any sense to me. And I know it doesn't make any sense to a lot of other people. So, um, I have a couple stories here too. I want to tell you guys, I don't want to get on in a, on a tangent about God again and have him get upset with me and you know, destroy my podcast. So I'm not going to, I'm not going to go there right now. But, um, there was when I was during the course of me coming back to God after having been away for a long time, I had been angry, really angry at God to the point where I just wouldn't even discuss him, talk to him, nothing. I just didn't want anything to do with him. And, um, as I was being brought back, I prayed one night and he brought me back and he said, he, he just, he kind of was talking to me and telling me he wanted me to go on this journey to find out what the truth was, you know, truth seeking, finding out what's really going on, you know, not conspiracy, you know, not delusions, not, you know, superstition. It, it was real truth seeking. And he was, he was kind of guiding me in, in like finding other people into stories and accounts and, you know, encounters from people. And it just, it was amazing. And he brought me into some stories and some of the ones that I had initially had heard were really disturbing to me. And I just, I thought I would share some of those with you tonight. I just, I was thinking about them last night and I was pretty shocked that I actually haven't shared them yet. So these are some of the ones that really had an effect on me when I was listening and learning stuff. Um, the first one is about a man. He was a forest ranger and he had been sent out on assignment to this post that was out in the middle of the woods. And he decided to do some painting while he was out there because things were pretty quiet. 
And he was bored, so he decided he would do some painting of the posts that they needed to do. They had like this outbuilding post that was actually, it was up, it was higher in the air. It was kind of like on stilts and um, it was just their, their post. So as he was painting, he said he felt really odd and he felt like something was watching him and he couldn't figure it out because he didn't hear any cars and didn't hear anything at all. But he looked down and there was a man standing there right at the end of his ladder and he had, he was wearing a hat and he had like dark clothing on, he had a hat on and he couldn't see his face and the man's, and he just kind of looked down and he, you know, he just got this really weird feeling, but he kept painting and he said hello to him. And the man asked him for directions to this one area. And the ranger said, you know, he, he pointed to it. He said, you know, it's over in that area, but the man still stood there. And he said, you know, he, he kept asking the ranger, if he would go with him, if he would take him there. And the ranger, this was a couple of times, the ranger said, you know, no, I can't right now because I have to finish my, my painting and I want to get this done before, you know, the sun goes down. And he said, but it's just right over there. You know, you can find it really easy. You know, you really don't need a guide or a map or anything. And he said, the guy just stood there and he didn't, he didn't, um, move. And the ranger looked down at one point and he said, all of a sudden, you know, he was gone and he couldn't figure out where he, he went to because he didn't hear him leave. He said there was no sound. There was no movement. There was nothing. You know, one minute he looked, he was there, still standing there, just waiting, even though he told him he couldn't go, you know, to help him. And he said the next minute he looked down and the guy was gone. So he got spooked. And he got done, you know, he decided he was done for the day after this all happened. He just, he got spooked, put his, he got down off the ladder, put his stuff away, cleaned up, got in his truck, went to pull out and he looked over around the trees, which was only like maybe 20 feet away. And the guy was standing there in the trees. And when the ranger looked at him, he said he had no face. There was no face. And there's been many, many accounts of this, of people seeing uh, creatures or entities with no faces. He said as he was pulling away, it, it freaked him completely out. The guy smiles at him, but he said it wasn't a normal smile. He said the smile came when he lifted up his neck and the whole neck was a slit. And in when he opened up the slit, which was his mouth, he took it. He said that's where he saw jagged teeth and it just, he said, literally just freaked him out so badly. He said he quit his job and never went back again. It scared him so badly. There was another encounter of a little um, family. They had the mother, the father, the son, and he was about three and the daughter was about five and they decided to go out into the woods and uh, take a hike and have a picnic. And as they were walking, the mother reported that suddenly everything got real hazy. It was like they were in a dream. She said it was like, it was like they were in some kind of a weird hazy, like dream state, but they were, she was still aware of what was going on, but she felt almost like they were being like trying to be hypnotized or something. And Apparently it just, it lasted for a few minutes and 
And it, it, you know, as they kept walking and it went away, but they noticed that their son was missing. Their three-year-old son just disappeared out of thin air and he was right in front of them the whole time and they couldn't figure out, you know, where he had gone and they started yelling and screaming and running around looking for him and flipping out. And the daughter said, mommy, she said, you know, such and such, the name of the little boy, he went with the fuzzy man. And the parents looked at the little girl and they were like, what are you talking about? And she said, yeah, the fuzzy man came and he scooped him up in his arms and he carried him off on his, on his neck, on his shoulders. And the parents were just absolutely just shocked and distraught. They didn't know what to do. So they searched everywhere they could. They couldn't understand what their daughter was talking about because it made no sense to them because the little boy had been in front of them the whole time. And after this, you know, whatever state that they were put in, the state of hyp hypnosis or whatever, this little boy is gone. And so they finally had to report it to the uh, forest rangers. They searched everywhere. There was nothing. They never found this little boy ever, ever. They even went back the next year to just kind of, you know, put flowers in the forest and mourn him. I thought it was crazy they went back, you know, but they did. And the little boy was never found. So this stuff is just, I don't know, guys. I am just beside myself with, I mean, every story I hear, I just sit and shake my head. There was also a little boy that was coming home from his friend's house. He was riding his bike and he decided to cut through a path in the forest. It's like a forested area, you know, close to the town he lived in. And he said he was just like riding the bike. And then suddenly he just felt something was weird. Like something was watching him, but he didn't hear anything, but he still stopped his bike and he turned around and looked and he said, this gorilla like man was standing in back of him, staring at him. And he was very close to him. And the little boy just screamed and went, you know, tried to get his bike started again, but the gorilla reached out or the, it was a Bigfoot. He reached out and he grabbed the kid's bike and the kid fell off the bike. And then he still, he was able to pick himself up and run fast enough to get home. And the Sasquatch was missing it. They never found anything. But when he later saw pictures of the big of Bigfoot and Sasquatch, he realized that's what it was. So this thing was was hunting him. I mean, there's no other explanation for this. This Bigfoot came out of the forest, saw the little boy, and decided he was a meal. I mean, why else would he be take why would they take him? Like why would he take the kid? You know? He's hunting him. I just, I can't believe our government is not telling people that this is what's going on. You know, that our government, I mean, our government, the world belongs to Lucifer and his crew. And that's who runs the show down here. They're protecting their own. And we're being used for food. We're a food source for them. That's what's going on. And it's so just, it's just, I mean, when God warned us about us dealing with, with demons and the devil and dark forces and stuff, he, I don't think he, I just don't think he gave us enough clarity on exactly what we were dealing with here. You know, this is just, 
crazy stuff. So that's it for tonight. I just wanted to do a short podcast here. Um, I will review my other one that I tried to do and see if I can remake some of it again. It was, it was pretty good. Um, I'll be having people on pretty soon. Hopefully Matt will be on soon again. I really enjoy having him on. You guys have a great night. Take care and God bless you.